Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Well, welcome everyone to the new Leverage Masters with Gina Gaudio Grace and Ken Crow. We have a fantastic show lined up for you guys today, don't we, Ken? We do, and, and good uh, morning, afternoon, evening, wherever anybody is here in the world. We uh, we have a really special and interesting guest. His name is Gunther Mueller, and he will help you look, feel, and act. Maybe not act younger, but definitely look and feel a lot younger. Uh, he um, he's a specialist in really helping people feel younger, more vibrant, and healthier. And we're gonna have a great time with him today, Gina, aren't we? We sure are, and you know, Ken. That, this is something that you epitomize. You live this every day. <laughs> How old are you this year as of last week? <laughs> I just celebrated my 62nd birthday or anniversary of my birth. Um, and so the, the topic of of uh, being youthful, vibrant, and healthy is is significant. And those those that know me know I'm actually creating a fitness program, and I'm in, I'm home I'm home I'm I'm back in my old home in Bangkok uh, with a trainer this month to get in shape for a fitness product that we're creating. So today is really really important, and I'm really looking forward to to hearing what Gunther's got to say. So let me do a quick intro so we can get right down to it because this uh, this it may be late night time for me in Bangkok, but this is uh, prime time for my attention. Um, Gunther has been a lifelong truth seeker, and he's been trying to understand the root causes of illness and disease in Western culture, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so his intention is really to help everyone feel vibrant, healthy, and alive. And he's discovered that big pharma companies don't want you to know certain things. And I know that comes as probably a great shock to people. Haha, <laughs> not necessarily. Um, primarily because some of the some of the treatments that he espouses. Um, are natural, and the big pharma companies can't patent them. So uh, they can't control your body. They can't charge insane prices. So you're going to hear from a guy who's in his 40s but feels significantly younger, uh, married over 22 years with with, uh, with kids that are young children, so he wants to make sure that these kids uh, don't grow old faster. (laughs) He wants to be around for a long time so he can watch his kids grow up. I know a lot of you guys can relate to that. Um, But more so, he's been an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur for, for years and years um, with experiences including being a professional ski bum, which I wish I was, uh, commercial fishing in the waters of Alaska, a decade in fine food and hospitality, opening four restaurants in five years, uh, being in the national online food distribution industry, um, and managing a million square mile territory for residential home deliveries, as well as uh, being a top distributor for renewable solar energy. So bottom line is he's been been through a lot of uh, business experiences, and now being in the medical field, he's able to to catapult that experience into the ability to help people become more vibrant and hopefully a lot more youthful. So, with that said, I want to shut up and welcome Mr. Gunther Mueller. Hey, Gunther. Hey, thank you, Gina and Ken, for having me on the show. Excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you with us as well. And you're coming in today from uh, from Phoenix, Arizona. Maybe Bryce, you're, you're Phoenix today, right? Yeah, I'm in the Scottsdale area today. Okay, perfect. And uh, so we're coming to you from have kind, of, a, kind of all over the globe. Yeah, it sounds like you have a diverse listening audience from all over the place, and you guys are in different places. So that was a very warm introduction. It's almost like, wow, I've, uh, I, when, I, when I hear all that, it's like uh, i got to put my memory hat on and remember all those things. But I, I started off in business literally selling uh, meat and seafood door-to-door. When you talk about the food distribution business, that's kind of where I honed my sales skills. And uh, I, I always look back on that experience I had a sales manager one time tell me, and he said, you know, if you can do this, you can do anything. And I I looked back 25 years later, and, you know, the guy was right. 
And I, I learned how to go door to door and meet people and build relationships and sell them what I thought was a prime product at the time. I was very proud of what I was selling, and I had I built about 3,000 customers uh, over 10 years that I saw every six weeks. And you know that's been a long time ago now. It was in the decade of the 90s that I did that. But when you mentioned that, it just brought back a flashback of memories. Like I've, I've almost forgotten that I that I did that. <laughs> It, it, it's it's amazing how that how that creeps up on you, doesn't it? So, but now yeah. that now that we're helping you with your memory, <laughs> tell yeah. us about about how the how your your current reincarn, reincarnation, if that's the right word, or reinvigoration or transformation uh, came to be, and and what you know what really was a catalyst for you turning your life into now really helping people uh, achieve. Uh, uh, how do I say usefulness as they as they age? Yeah. So what what happened was, you know, I'm I'm from business to business, and I'm thriving. I'm successful. I uh, you know I've built a lot of different things over time, and I had a very good friend of mine, female friend. Uh, you know, we had our families hung out a lot together. I'd known her for about uh, 18 years. We went to church together. I uh, had a lot of dinners together. So the families were very close. And what I saw is that. She had gone from doctor to doctor to doctor trying to figure out why she wasn't feeling well. I mean, she was about, you know, 35 years old at the time and, um, you know, had to take a nap at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. She had two kids. She was a respiratory nurse therapist. She was married, you know, but had no sex drive, uh, just no energy. And she tried different diets, a vegan diet, a vegetarian, a this or that, went from literally practitioner to practitioner over the course of probably five years I watched this and nothing nothing was ever diagnosed and nothing was ever figured out as to how to make this person feel better and then finally one day she got her hormones checked and that was the secret she got her testosterone optimized and all of a sudden she had natural energy again and she could live her life and she had enthusiasm for life again and that vitality and, and that vibrance that we're looking for as we age. And I was like, holy cow, what did you do? I need to know about this. And so I immediately got my blood tested and my wife at the time got her blood tested and we optimized our own physiology. And that was about eight, nine years ago now. And I've been living that way ever since. And so then I had the opportunity to get involved with a, a company that was training physicians on how to bring this kind of therapy into their practices. And so I spent about five years doing that. And uh, I am a principal in two medical practices now. So we're helping, you know, thousands of patients feel better. And I spend most of my time still talking to audiences or lay audiences about the benefits of hormonal and nutritional optimization. Because ultimately, I believe that the body has the innate intelligence to heal itself if you only give it the raw materials that it is truly starving for, all right? So, again, I'll say that. The body has the innate intelligence to heal itself, and we just need to give it what it needs to go to work. It knows what to do. We don't know what to do, really, but the body knows what to do. But we need to give it those raw materials. I totally okay. agree with I, you on I, that. I, I do too, but how? Now you've got two medical practices. One's in one's in in Scottsdale, the other one's in was it Palm Springs? Yeah, Palm Springs, California. Okay, so for people that are not in the Scottsdale or Palm Springs area, how how you how do you serve them, or are you are you pretty much a geographically limited business? No, we actually serve patients both across the country and internationally. A lot of folks, um, our typical patient has been from doctor to doctor for probably 10 or 15 years trying to figure out the root cause of why their body is symptomatic and why they're not aging the way they'd like to age. And so a lot of people fly in to see us. You know, Scottsdale's a great place to go, great shopping, great golf courses, Palm Springs, same thing, got 100 golf courses there. So I like this idea of medical tourism. So people from yeah. all over really do come and see us one time. And then we can manage them remotely. We can do lab work anywhere. Um, we have different testing things that we do to keep people in those optimal ranges. And a lot of the prescriptions that they need or whatever they need can be shipped directly to their homes. So we like to have that first visit face-to-face, -face, get to know each other. 
Um, and uh, from there on, it can be uh, remotely treated. Cool. So, so primary. So you're still operating as a as a brick and mortar business. Uh, I'm just trying to get a, get a feel for because I, I know you've got kind of some kind of an online variant as well, right? Well, the online stuff is just to really educate and teach um, because the, what we do takes a lot of education because everything, let's say, in the standard of care in the Western medical model does not promote what we do. Um, there's a lot of fear around hormones out there. I mean, there's myths that, you know, estrogen causes breast cancer or that testosterone can cause prostate cancer. And these are really myths that have been developed over the last 50 years. But when we really look at the medical literature that's out there globally from Australia, from France, Europe, all over the world, we see that hormone optimization is truly the key to improved quality of life. And what I like to tell people is that, you know, 50 years ago, this conversation didn't matter. And the reason is because we didn't live that long. Just short 50 to 100 years ago, People died at 50, 55, 60 years old, and I, I always like to joke that the retirement age was set at 65 because you weren't supposed to collect any of those checks. You were supposed to be long gone yeah. off the planet, you know. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. there, there are amazing advances in Western medicine and global medicine in keeping us alive. So the idea that we can have quadruple bypasses, we can get a knee replacement, a hip replacement, there's all kinds of amazing tactics, you know, to keep you alive. But what's really suffering in the United States especially is the quality of life. So now that we're living past 65, 70 years old, you know, what is your body going to feel like when you're 92 or 95? You mentioned I was a ski bum. I used to ski 130 days a season. And, you know, I want to be able to ski like that when I'm 92 years old. I want to be able to enjoy the mountains. I want to get on my my road bike, my mountain bike. I want to water ski. I want to still be able to hike, you know, and hit 14,000-foot mountains in Colorado. But there's so many people that you look around, the aging process has gone wrong in this country. Got to call you right back. Sorry, guys. Okay, we still there? Yeah, I'm here. Gunther, we st- okay, okay. Yeah, somehow got something got weird on the phone. Uh, so now let me let me ask you a question. For pe- what's what's your optimum age client? What's your target market? You know, I get to ask that question all the time, and I say if I had to put a number to it, I said usually if people over thirty start becoming symptomatic. So. You know, after a couple of babies, women, women lose their hormones or the, their hormonal balance very quickly. Men experience it a little bit slower over the course of a lifetime. Usually guys, you know, 45, 50 years old, they don't feel like themselves anymore. The women um, feel these things a lot earlier due to a lot of pregnancy cycles and things like that. Now, the other thing that's happening in our world is we, we live in a pretty toxic world, whether it's the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food supply just laced with herbicides and pesticides, and I don't care if you eat organic all the time. There's no way to avoid the toxic load that's happening in this world, a bunch of endocrine disruptors. So what we're seeing is actually people younger and younger having these negative symptomatic effects on their body, and what I'm talking about is fatigue. You know, the number one symptom that patients present to their physician with is, Doc, I'm tired all the time. I, I, I don't sleep well at night. I'm moody. I'm irritable. I have low libido. Um, I have bad hair, bad skin, bad nails. I just don't feel good in my skin. I don't feel good in my body. I don't know what's wrong with me, right? Um, you know, everybody kind of remembers how they felt when they were 18, 19, 20 years old, but we're seeing late 20s these days, early 30s, people that are being, they're symptomatic, and the problem is, is people go get their lab work done every year. They go see their friendly family physician. And I never want to criticize anybody that's in the medical field because they went to medical school to help people. They learned what they learned, and they are practicing the way they were taught and the way they were learned. They, they, you said it earlier, right. you know, big pharma. I don't think big pharma is our friend. But when you look at how money flows, I always want to tell people, you know, you want to know the truth in medicine, you've got to follow the money. And there's yeah, huge true. profit in sickness in this country, you know. And, and again, globally, uh, there is huge, huge profits in sickness. And I always like to say this, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. 
And my mission in life is to at least affect 10 million people's lives so that they can make different choices regarding their health destiny. Because all people have to do is look around, see what's happening. We have heart disease. We got Alzheimer's. We got osteoporosis and osteopenia. We have uh, prostate cancer and breast cancer and all these things that seem to be affecting our culture as we age. And the medical literature is clear that there are things that we can do earlier in life to prevent these outcomes and feel and function better in our bodies along the way. Now, can, the, the big question I have for you is, is, is there, um, okay, my mom is 84 years old. I'm rephrase, 84 yeah. years young, and she's kind of unstoppable. It's funny. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously younger than she is, and she makes me tired with her, with her level of energy. But there are people that are, mm-hmm. that are at that age that still – you know they're old. You know they they act old. They think old. They they behave old. Is is the hormonal therapy that you have, or that you or that you re- recommend and prescribe? Is that something that can reverse someone that's in that age group to, to have them feel significantly younger? Or you know, are you kind of once you get to that that age, you're, it's like too late. So I haven't met anyone. I mean, the, the youngest patient that I know of that we've treated is 19 years old. And the oldest patient is 97 wow. years old. So you've got, you got a wide age range. And I yeah. have not experienced an older person, like you're saying, 84 years old, not get some benefit. The question of reversing yeah. stuff, it's hard to fix yeah. everything once the damage is done, which is why I'm such a proponent for for you know, 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds to pay attention to this so that we can prevent some of the damage. So when they are 84 years old, they do feel and function better. For the person that has mistreated their body, let's say at 80 plus years old, there's, you know, we can, we can achieve benefit. We can improve quality of life. um, And it's going to be better than it was without hormonal optimization and nutritional optimization. But I can't promise and say that, oh, we can reverse everything. Right, that's just not reality. Damn it! I thought you had. I thought you had the cure for everything. I was going to call you Ponce de Leon Jr. Yeah, I know. Everybody wants that fountain of youth, but I mean, the trick really is is being conscious of this earlier rather than later. Um, again, not not that they're not going to have benefit. I mean, I'll tell you a story of a 97 year old lady, um, real patient here in the United States, sitting in a nursing home, basically staring at the wall. From one of the physicians I work with very closely, um, couldn't feed herself, couldn't dress herself. So you know, you'd say quality of life was pretty much a zero, right? So yeah. her kids kind of came to this physician and said, "Look, doc, is there anything we can do for our mom? Does this hormone stuff you've done, you know, for us, whatever, could that help our mom?" And the physician literally said, "I I don't know, but we can try it. We're not going to hurt anything, right?" So they tried it, and within mm-hmm. six weeks this woman was now dressing herself and feeding herself, okay? And then she became part of the team at the assisted living facility, the nursing home, and on the team of people that was helping feed and clothe other people, okay? So I don't know if she's going to live, you know, another six months or six years, um, but her quality of life was definitely improved. And that's what I mean by quality of life improvement. If you're going to be alive on the planet, you might as well feel and function a little bit better than, you know, like a dead zero, right? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Now, I'm, and I'm trying to think, you know, I, 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 want, I guess I want to get into a couple of things in terms of, of, of what, the, what the economics looks like on this. And then I want to talk, talk a bit about how you're actually leveraging your efforts to build this business. Because there, there's two mm-hmm. sides to this, and, and, and because of my commitment and what I'm doing, you know, in, in my role with my, with my personal business, you know, in terms of, of staying useful, just because I'm doing that, like, literally right, th- right this minute um, here in, in Thailand. Uh, but in addition to, to that, I want to look at the, the economic model of how you're actually growing this business. So, so there's two ways I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you today. Uh, so let's talk, first of all, uh, while we're on the subject of the whole process, what is, what is the, the economics of this? Uh, if, you know, in, in terms of someone comes to see you, what does it cost to, to be a patient? What's it cost to maintain? You know, what do we look, does, does insurance cover this? For, for, in other words, what's involved? Yeah, let's, let's start with that insurance question because that is the number one question that we get. You know, will my insurance cover this? Does insurance cover that, cover that, right? 
Uh, you know, the healthcare mm, yeah. system in the United States is pretty jacked up. It's extremely expensive. We were supposed <laughs> to save money, and we're not. And premiums are through the roof, and deductibles are through the roof. So people genuinely and legitimately want to use their insurance because they're basically paying through the nose for it, right? So right. it's a very right. fair question. But the, the problem is insurance really doesn't cover anything that's good for you. I mean, it'll, it'll cover your <laughs> annual wellness check. It'll cover your lap. But I tell this to folks all the time. I mean, you have to get a diagnosis. You have to get sick yeah. for your insurance to actually yeah. kick in and pay for something. And then you might have a $2,000, $5,000, $10,000 deductible. So you're going to have to come out of pocket some cash anyway to even engage your insurance benefits, right? So. Wow. Yeah. You know, if you want to come down with a diagnosis of heart disease or diabetes or obesity and you want your insurance to pay for stuff, then keep doing what you're doing. But you could take some mm. of that deductible money, right, or if you have an HSA or a flex spending account or something like that, and start thinking that, you know, maybe I have to pay cash for some of the therapies or treatments that are actually going to benefit, truly benefit my health and increase my quality of life. And so when you ask what it costs, hormone optimization costs about 1500 bucks a year, just over 100 bucks a month. And I don't know what you spent the last time you went out to dinner. Maybe meals are less expensive in Bangkok, but right, here in the United right. States, I mean, you, yeah. you can go to a restaurant and drop 100 bucks without thinking hard, right? I know. I know. It's true. It's true. Yeah, that, so that's for the I mean, cost, honestly, God, that, does not see, that, does, that, 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 that to me seems like a really good deal, to be quite honest with you. The fifteen hundred bucks a year yeah. to to feel better, people. I I mean I I would imagine people are ba- ba- banging down your doors to to come and play. I mean, even if you double it and three thousand dollars a year, and you divide that out, maybe it's a couple hundred bucks a month yeah. for some supplements, for some yeah. nutrition that you need. Yeah. I mean, things that your body is starving yeah. for to get the yeah. hormone replacement that you need. Uh, that's not a lot of money. It's just not. But yet yeah. people have a mental block around spending cash for something yeah. that can radically change their life, change their health destiny. They don't want to spend the money on that. They want whatever insurance covers. And I'll tell you what insurance covers. Insurance covers synthetic patented drugs. So we live in a culture <laughs> today where there's a pill, there's a pill for every symptom. Just watch TV at night, right? right? You've got the drug yeah, commercials yeah. running nonstop. And I'll tell you why we got all the commercials going on. They used to be able to entertain the docs. They used to be able to take them on fancy vacations, all kinds That's of right. golfing events and all that stuff. And with the different laws that happened in the late 80s and 90s and stuff, they can't do that anymore. So now they take a $100 million advertising campaign and they point it at the consumer. So the consumer becomes so brainwashed that they go into their doctor and they say, Doc, I need a prescription for Nexium. I need a prescription for Prozac. I need a prescription for whatever is on the, the, the TV. But it's, when you look at those commercials, yeah. you have what? 15 seconds of the benefit where you see somebody dancing through the tulips and everything is right with the world. And then you got 45 seconds of the potential side effects. And you're talking death is included, dizziness, blindness, anal leakage, whatever that is. I don't know what that is, but I know I don't want it. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It sounds terrible. It's true. So so what is is the normal? So what are the objections when, when you are marketing somebody right now, all right, what are, the, what are the, I mean, to me, I see all the positives, right? Um, and people mm-hmm. will drop, you know, so much, I mean, just take a look at what people are spending just on entertainment as you did. So what's the right. biggest objection you're having when you want to sell somebody the opportunity to be one of your clients? So the biggest objection is really misinformation, all right? Um, you have celebrities out there doing different things, maybe getting preventive double mastectomies and things like that or having their ovaries ripped out and, uh, because they have some myth in their mind that they think they're going to prevent death on something. Here's, here's the reality. We're all going to die at some point, okay? Death is coming. The question is, oh, no. what is the quality of life going to be like? What is quality of life going to yeah. be like until, you know, you live your last day? And that last day could be in the decade of your 60s or it could be in the decade of, you know, you're 100, 110 or something like that. But most people that are not feeling good in their body are not going to want to be in their body unless it's functioning and feeling rather well. So that is probably the biggest objection is misinformation. People 
have a bias around things because they heard something from someone, but they haven't really investigated whether it's true or not. Just because you hear something, just because you read something on the internet does not make it true. So I spend most of my time in kind of patient, patient seminar kind of formats uh, where I'm talking to small audiences of people and I'm, I'm showing them the medical evidence. I'm showing them the data. I'm showing them the results. So I'm trying to make an intellectual um, sale, let's say it that way, because you know, in our, you look at marketing today, people are getting bombarded by 1,500 to 3,000 messages a day. You just, it's overwhelming. So if you're in business and you're trying to market, I would say that educational marketing is what you have to do. If you have a product that's worthwhile and you have a product that really benefits people in their lives and you know, I, I would say this, if you had the cure to cancer, you know, how would you tell everybody? Would you tell the world? The answer is yes, but you would have to educate them that you truly did have it. So in any business, I don't care what business you're in, the, the way to get to the consumer today is you have to educate them. They, they're, they're more discerning. They have more information at their fingertips than they've ever had before. And if you truly have a product, and that's always my caveat there, if you're a snake oil salesman or you're trying to sell something just to make a buck or something, that's not what I'm into promoting. I'm into promoting things that truly help people change their lives, that is evidence-based, it's real, it really does work. Um, so anybody that's an entrepreneur or anybody that's in business, I think that has to be the baseline thing. Do not represent a product just to make money. Do not just represent something because you have nothing better to do. Really, as an entrepreneur, you have to find something that, number one, you sleep well at night and that you're truly proud of, of presenting. But, you know, the, the reality of life is we all need to make money. We all need to do something to earn a living, to pay our bills. Um, but I would definitely, anybody that's in business, that's entrepreneurial, that's straight, whether you're doing online, offline, brick and mortar, whatever you're doing – you, you really want to be in that place because that, that's what's going to give you the energy to persevere because there is negativity, there is resistance, there is everything coming at you that you have to have the persistence uh, to get through those brick walls sometimes. You, you have to be able to get through to people and education has been the tool that I've used. And, and how are you doing that and what, what's the way you're bringing leads in right now? I do a lot of live patient seminars. So for the physicians that I work with, it's not only for my own practices. I work with a couple hundred physicians across this country that I have worked with um, right in their practices, right in their waiting rooms. They invite patients to come and to a free seminar. I, I like the seminar format. You can do it in a webinar format, you know, live seminar. I like getting in front of live people. I like seeing the light bulbs go off in their eyes. I like, the, I like seeing them connect the dots because I truly believe that people have an intuition, okay? They know what they know. And they, especially in my field, they've gone to the doctor, they've maybe done some research on Dr. Google, they know that they have the symptoms, but yet they go to the doctor and they get dismissed. And they've done, they've done surveys on this stuff where people, they don't feel like their doctor listens to them. And that's a depressing place to be because a lot of people, they know there's something wrong, they know what it is, they go tell their physician that I think it's this, and then they get dismissed because they have a normal lab test, but yet they have all the symptoms for a particular thing. And, and thyroid function is one of the key things where this is happening. You know, in the United States, it is a standard of care to look at your TSH test and your T4 test. And if those two tests are in the normal range, you're not going to get treated for a thyroid deficiency because you're in the normal range. But nobody ever asks yeah. the question of, what were my levels when I was 18 or 17 years old or 20 years old when I was feeling like Superman? What were my levels then? Well, we don't know because we didn't test them. We don't have a baseline, right? And today right. when you're 40, right. 45, 50 years old, your levels are still in the normal range, but they're in the low normal range. And most physicians, and when I say most, I mean like 95% of the physicians won't treat it. They won't go there because Number one reason is they don't want to be ostracized by their colleagues. They don't want to be looked at like they're prescribing stuff out of line. And so there's a real fear factor of, you know, any kind of liability. And it's the rare practitioner, the rare physician these days that looks 
at the patient, not just the lab slip, but they're looking at the person, they're looking at the symptoms that they're presenting with, and they're connecting the dots and saying, this is what I'm going to do because I know you're going to feel better. And so going back to the entrepreneurial side or the business side, it has to start with the education of the client. Now, you, know, you, you said something that, that sparked my interest. When you're doing these, these, these patient or, or client tra- trainings or education pieces, are you doing them in other physicians' offices? Are you, are you joint venturing with other physicians and they're getting referral fees? Or how does that, how does that work? Or did I misunderstand what you're saying? Yeah, so in my business, I, I have helped physicians get trained on the art and science of hormone optimization. So I work with companies that do train physicians, and yes, I generate commission fees and, and that from bringing people to uh, different trainings, and then I help them support the integration of those therapies into their practices. So when I do a seminar like that, I'm not necessarily getting paid for the seminar. I do a lot of that speaking work for, for free in those small audiences for a particular practice, for a particular doctor. And how I get compensated later on is that there is a, a little piece of every procedure and uh, activity that happens that comes toward, to me. So I'm kind of like the catalyst that gets everything started. I've been the catalyst in a lot of my business careers where I don't necessarily own the company uh, outright or anything like that, but I'm an integral part in getting the sales machine going. So at the end of the day, quintessentially, I'm a sales guy, and I, I know yeah. what people want. I know what their motivations are, and I only bring products to the table, whether it was in the solar industry or the coffee industry or the food distribution or in restaurants. Um, I really felt like that I was bringing uh, the best of the best to the end user. And so that's always been my motivation. I want to be behind a product that really works and really changes lives. That's interesting. Can I jump in for one minute, Ken? Yeah, of course. So one of the people we should definitely introduce you to is Dave Van Hoos. Do you know Dave by chance? Tell to me. Dave was one of the original founders of a company called Speaking Empire. He trains people on how to speak from stage and sell from stage. But about 18 months or so ago, Dave got involved with a company that offers a stem cell treatment, specifically for people with knee stuff going on, shoulder stuff going on, etc. And mm-hmm. similar to you, to help them get this treatment protocol into the hands of the physicians who would use it with their patients, Dave created a presentation, and he's out teaching other physicians how to do this presentation in live workshops so that they can attract more clients to their practices. I would think Mm -hmm. they're very complementary between the hormone replacement therapies and the stem cell treatments. Wouldn't you think they would be very synergistic? They are. They're symbiotic. They're synergistic. Um, There's... A lot of confusion, I think, in the stem cell area right now as to what product to use. Uh, you know, internationally, stem cells are done very differently than they're done in the United States. There's things we can talk about, things we can't talk about. So that's an area that's really coming online, and I think the research is continuing there, and there's lots of people that have gotten benefits from stem, stem cell therapy. Unfortunately, there's some people that have been harmed by it. So it's a therapy that's not totally out of the woods yet, and there's still a lot that has to happen where, versus in the hormone space, you know, we've got 50 years of evidence and 50 years of medical literature, right. and it's, it's, been, it's been proven out, you know. That's, that's the only difference. The stem cells are great. Uh, I've looked at doing it myself. I haven't done it yet. Um, I personally would be a fan of intravenous uh, stem cell therapy or the next thing yeah. beyond stem cells is something called exosomes. Uh, you can do some research on that, but those are actually the little worker bees that stem cells produce. That And really what stem cells are doing is they're aggregating your own growth factors to an area of inflammation or an issued area through a paracrine signaling. And so it, it's really helping, again, your body do what it knows how to do. Yeah, apparently there's a lot of that going on here in Thailand. But let me, let me mm-hmm. bring us back for a second because you, you, you have me interested. So I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. Um, I'm, I'm right. going to go see a doctor tomorrow. 
not about not about uh, aging, uh, but if I want to if I want to be an, and jump into this because I I recognizing that I'm kind of a product of the product I'm you know I'm I'm in an age right now where certainly I want to feel better I want to continue to look younger um, and I'm I'm lucky where where I am but I sure as hell don't want to age any more than I already am uh, so if I want to open up a business like this to help other people not just to be a patient but if I want to actually offer this stuff. Not, I don't want to be a doctor, but how do I, mm-hmm. I, how do, I do this? Do I, need to, do I need to partner with a doc if that's what I wanted to be as an entrepreneur so that I would leverage their license? Or, or am, I, am I totally out of, you know, out of the woods on this thing? No, that's what you would have out to do, right? Because you take something like testosterone, it is a controlled substance in the United States, and you do need a DEA yeah. license to administer testosterone, right? Um, estrogen okay. is not really controlled or progesterone, stuff like that, or vitamin D3 or B12. So you have this huge span from MD to PA to nurse practitioner to naturopathic physician. So in different states, there's different laws. So you'd have to really know, you know, what, uh, what sandbox you're playing in. Got it. Yeah. And, and of course I play internationally. So, you know, it's, which is, which makes it a whole different ballgame because, Ninety percent of the stuff that you have to get a prescription for in the U.S. I buy over the counter. So, and I want to caution our listeners that too often here in the states, you'll see things like QVC has testosterone on QVC. We are not talking Mm. about the same kind of testosterone that's on QVC. That's typically not human testosterone. It comes from Weird places. Well, it's, it's correct. It's not testosterone. What what you see in the marketplace is things to maybe improve your nitric oxide content. It's trying to, with nutrition or with some kind of supplementation, to trying to get your body to produce more testosterone. Within the bottle is not testosterone. You can't administer testosterone through a vitamin capsule. Okay. And that's the kind of the misrepresentation that happens. You testosterone is a particular molecule. Testosterone is testosterone. And in theory, if you took some supplementation or some nutrition, could you get your body to produce more testosterone? Yes, in theory. But the reality is we live in a microwave world these days. People want results now. They want long-term results. So you could take one of those supplements, and in a guy, let's say say you have a 400 testosterone level, you take those supplements, you might get up to 500 or 600 in your testosterone level. So there could be some improvement, but it doesn't mean – you're, you're going to feel great, and it certainly doesn't mean that you're going to have the protection to the heart, the breast tissue, the brain, your bones, your muscle tissue that you would have if your level was 1,000 or 1,200. The supplements that you see on QVC in different places, they can't get you to those therapeutic optimal protective levels. The only thing that can do that is true hormone replacement therapy. That's interesting, and, and and when it says re, when, when you talk about replacement, I kind of I kind of th- feel like you're taking out my hormones and putting something else in. It would would no. And, well, let me, and let me that, explain and, that. So, yeah, your your body as it ages through whatever environmental factors are affecting it is just not producing as much as it used to. So when we say replacement, what we mean is we are replacing that which you used to make. And the term bioidentical hormone replacement therapy refers to the same exact molecule that your body has been trying to make all of your life. That's the exact molecule we're going to use. We're not going to use a synthetic replacement. We're not going to use something that can get patented. All right. We're going to use what the you cannot patent anything that the human body produces and you cannot patent anything that is in nature. So when we use what we call bioidentical or I like to call it human identical hormones, it's the same molecular structure that your glands are actually producing. And when you replace that in your body, your body knows exactly what to do with it. There are no side effects to that. Right. Because because it's natural to the body. That's what we mean by natural. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. See, I mean, I I, I would think it would, I would call it hormone hormone whatever, whatever uh, hormone. Oh God, I had it and I just forgot it as I was going to say it. Uh, and oh, hormone <laughs> enhancement is what I would probably because I want to enhance. I don't want to. But you, you you make a good point on that. Um, 
So, well, a lot of people so, have come to me and said, look, I, I want to be natural. I don't want to be on a drug. I don't want to take something that's unnatural. Yeah. So they yeah. think they're going to go, yeah. you know, to the plant world and use herbs or, you know, natural quote unquote supplements to uh, revitalize their body. And then their body is going to be fine without those supplements. The truth is our food supply is jacked up. Okay. There was 98% more iron in a, in a head of spinach back in 1932 than there is today. There's with 60% more vitamin C in an apple in the 1930s than there is today. So even though we eat and we try to eat healthy, the actual nutritional content of the food that we get to consume is nutrient deficient. So we're eating more as a culture than we've ever eaten before. And we see that in the obesity rates and all that, but we're eating dead calories. We're not getting the actual nutrition that the body needs to revitalize itself and rebuild itself. So supplementation is just a fact of life, and people need not think about this as unnatural. It's your body is starving. Your body is starving for these natural compounds, these natural components that are supposed to be found in food, but yet the whole industrial food complex does not give a crap about your health. They only care about profits and making things taste good. So you consume tons of it. Okay. I always ask this question. Why can't you just eat one Dorito? Why do you got to eat the whole bag? Right. It's designed that way. It's the same response that heroin or cocaine would have in your brain. You can't just have one chip. You got to eat the whole bag. It's designed to be that way. Yeah. And these food companies are not interested in your health. The foods that we generally eat, packaged and processed, you know, the nutrition is just not there. That is the root cause of why our bodies are aging inappropriately. Like you said, you're 62 years old, right? Mm. You're pretty healthy. You're pretty fit. You're also living in a culture that probably has a lot less stress than there is in the United States. And I will tell you that stress is the number one endocrine disruptor. I'm talking about financial stress, marital stress, kids stress, heck, even stress getting to work in the morning through a two-hour commute. It is stressful. That disrupts our endocrine system. And if we don't do something to rebalance that, I mean, you might need to learn how to meditate. You might need to bring those stress levels down, those cortisol levels. We have adrenal fatigue going on in this country. People are stressed out. And the body is compensatory. It can do this for maybe a decade, two decades. It can compensate for living that kind of lifestyle, but there's coming a point where it's going to snap. And that's when the diagnosis happens. I'm, I'm listening to you and it's like, yep, I get it. Uh, and I'm curious, I'm curious to how many people that are listening to us right now are experiencing that very same thing uh, where, where that's at. So, so what, so you mentioned, you mentioned that, for, for some people, it's a six-week before they, uh, or at least the one patient, before you started seeing some changes. What exactly is the process? Someone, someone makes an appointment to come see you. So I'm going to be in Scottsdale actually in about 30 days, uh, and okay. I'm, there, I'm going to be there for a conference. So I, I make an appointment. I walk into your office, and after, you know, I'll go, hey, how are you? I assume you're going to draw blood. Is that is that we're pretty gonna, much we're what, draw what blood the process is? Before you get there. Yeah, we're going to do it before you get oh. there because when you come in for a consultation, which is going to be maybe an hour, hour and a half, because we're going to ask you a whole bunch of questions. We need to know who you are, what your choices are, lifestyle habits, things that you do, all that. We're going to look at lab work not as the definitive answer to everything, but more as a guide to what's going on. We have all kinds of nutritional questionnaires and things that we would do before an appointment. So you as the patient would have to do a a lot before you actually get to Scottsdale, okay? And then when you have that consultation, we can determine what the best route is for you. And so we can administer some of that therapy right there. Uh, When I say four, five, six weeks, um, that's when we do something called pellet therapy, which is these little things about the size of a grain of rice that get inserted in the fatty part of your hip. There's multiple modalities of hormone optimization that you can get the hormone into your body, patches, pills, creams, shots. I happen to like pellet therapy. I think it's the most effective form, but you have to be able to get to it every three or four months, right? Yeah. So we would find a way to get that hormone into your body in a way that works for you and for your lifestyle. So there's different options, right? 
And then it takes about four to six weeks for your body to take this new uh, raw material now and rebalance itself. So things do take a little time. It takes about 30, 40 days for thyroid medicine to really have its effect. You're not going to see instantaneous results like you see when you take a synthetic patented drug that's designed to go after one particular symptom. In our method of medicine, this is optimizing the whole body. This is looking at everything in a very holistic sense and bringing everything up to optimal levels so that you feel and function like you would like to. Interesting. That's really very interesting. Um, and I'm thinking in terms of like who, who you guys should be talking to as well. Um, I don't know if you know Dr. Joe Casper. He's a guy that I, I see every, every year or so on a cruise who's, who's, who's doing all, all sorts of nutritional stuff. But, but I, you know, I mm-hmm. question the nutritional side of things comp- compared to, or maybe you, you want to do nutrition in addition to the hormone thing. I'm not quite sure how that all plays out because you, you did mention the, the, the nutritional d- depletion that we're seeing just, you know, in terms of what, just what our fruits and vegetables are. Yeah, like, I mean, if you're iron deficient and you're anemic, you have to do something about that. So taking an iron supplement is not unnatural. It's just that whatever your lifestyle and whatever your diet is encompassed of, you may have, you know, some genetic disposition towards that or whatever. But when you look at those things, the reason your body is symptomatic is maybe because you have an iron deficiency. It may be that you have a magnesium deficiency, that your muscles ache and your joints are sore and things like that. You may have a testosterone deficiency. So when I talk to audiences, I say, look, you don't have a Prozac deficiency if you're depressed. You don't have an Ambien deficiency (laughs) because you can't sleep at night. You don't have a Wellbutrin deficiency. Your body doesn't even have receptors for any of those chemical compounds, right? And that's why we have the list of side effects because the body doesn't know what to do with those compounds. But the body knows exactly what to do with magnesium. It knows what to do with calcium. It knows what to do with iron. And it knows what to do with testosterone, progesterone, thyroid, vitamin D3. Let me give you this one statistic just on vitamin D3 because Americans are deficient in vitamin D3. They go to their doctor every year. The range on a lab slip on a D3 is anywhere from 20 to 100. Most Americans test out at 25 or 30. The medical literature over the last 10 years is absolutely clear that if your D3 level is below 50, you have a 50% increased risk of all types of cancer. Why do you think cancer is such a problem in this country? And women that have a D3 level below 50 have a six-fold increased risk of breast cancer. So I always ask, why is it? Why is it that we have this exponential increase in cancer in this country? We are deficient. I can show you study after study that shows that testosterone is protective to the breast tissue. Testosterone is the first hormone that a woman loses as she ages. Okay? So in the year of 45, 50, 55 years old, that's when most of the breast cancers are diagnosed. But she's been deficient in testosterone for maybe 10, 15, 20 years. This is cumulative, right? So when you optimize your testosterone, you optimize your progesterone, you optimize your D3, your B12, you're looking at all these lab values and you're looking at nutritional content and you say, wherever I'm deficient, I'm going to replace that to what we like to call optimal levels. And then your body responds appropriately because it has what it needs to use its innate intelligence to either heal itself, to thrive, to have that vitality. Wow, that's pretty freaking awesome. So is, is there a waiting list for your practice? I mean, it would seem to me that people, get like I said earlier, people should be banging down your doors. Well, again, like I told you earlier, a lot of our patients, um, they have tried to use the insurance model to get results. They have spent sometimes a decade of life being frustrated with those results. And, um, no, it's not like we have a line out the door. We're, we're busy. You know, it's a good business. Um, we take care of a lot of clients. Um, we have new referrals every day coming through the practice. You know, and as business owners and practitioners, we don't necessarily want to work 24 hours a day either, okay? And we don't necessarily want to work five days a week. So, um, you know, we operate in Scottsdale three days a week. 
and that's where we see patients, and our schedules are pretty full there. And we, you know, usually about two, three weeks we can get somebody in. Um, but then, like I said, okay. So if Ken calls happens. for his appointment when we hang up from the show, he should be able to get in in about thirty days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's, since I've been on the show here, I think I can make some adjustments and get him in whenever he, whenever he's in Scottsdale. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh, no, and you know, I tell you what, I, I, I am actually in Scottsdale for, uh, for a, for a conference. In sometime in I, I think the second week of April, uh, so yeah, I when we get off the 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 show, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely want to to get something scheduled, absolutely, and I will report back yeah. to everyone how it all works out, uh, for sure. And for your I can't wait to so, hear. You know, there's there's probably some curiosity out there. We have good information. You can go to getwellscottsdale.com. You can go to hormonedoc.com. So hormonedoc.com is the Palm Springs practice called Preventive Medicine Centers. Um, I work with Dr. Neil Rousier out there, who's an international lecturer on hormone optimization. I mean, he's all over the world, Malaysia, China, Singapore, you know, lecturing all over the place. So that's the practice that I work with in California. And then in Scottsdale, it's called Get Well Scottsdale. We have some great providers there also that are trained in the art and science of nutritional optimization, hormone optimization. So there's just good information on those websites for you to start the education process and then for me, it's uh, VibrantHealthGurus.com. Um, anybody can hit me up at Gunther at VibrantHealthGurus.com. Uh, if they got questions, right? You know, I also I help people try to get to physicians that are in their area. Some people can't travel. Some people can't come. But there there are good doctors around the country that I know of and that I work with, and I'd be happy to refer to those folks. You know, and make sure people are in good hands. That's neat. So, so the big. So it looks to me that your level of expansion to, to actually grow your business is really to, to grow the doctor base and then pick up the referral fees or ancillary fees from each doc. Is that is that a fair thing to say? Yes. Yeah. So another part okay, of my business cool. right now is you know di- diagnostics is a very important piece. So I I have found a tool out there that I'm working with uh, primarily family practice physicians and. OB-GYN physicians in the diagnostic side because I believe it's very important to diagnose things early, like diabetes, neuropathy, cardiovascular disease. And I'm able now to give physicians a tool that we can install equipment in their practice, they can do these diagnostics. It is covered by insurance. This is the first thing that I found that insurance actually pays for. So for the field of physicians yeah. that I work with, now again, from the business entrepreneurial side, I'm going into their practice. I'm exposing them to a technology and a diagnostic uh, scanning device that gives them better information so that they can treat their patients better. And then if they don't know what to do with the results of that scan, I can also help them get the education that they need to actually help their patients thrive. And what I tell physicians a lot of times, what if your practice could become a place where people come to see you to stay healthy, not because they're sick. Most people are going to see the doctor because they're sick. They have a cold, they need an antibiotic, they're not feeling well. But doc, what if your practice could be a place where people come to see you once a year, twice a year, quarterly, whatever, to maintain their optimal health? Well, I've been disabled for 23 years. And my physician here in Naples, Florida, is an integrative practitioner. And because of the work that I do with entrepreneurs, he's brought me in to teach about digital marketing and whatnot to a group of other integrative practitioners. And through them, I have met the things like the president of the Integrative Medicine Association here in the U.S., there are several associations of doctors that are more holistic and integrative in their approach to medicine. You should absolutely be reaching out to those associations. They would love to have you on their stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, you know, I lean on folks like you. I mean, you know, in my 24-hour day, just like your 24-hour day, there's only so many things you can do. And so in business, networking is a big piece of it. Um, different speaking events, just meeting different people, and when they resonate with the message that you have and it's beneficial to the audience, you know, I, I, I do speaking events and all that. And it, to me, for me, primarily, it's about education. It's about that paradigm shift. It's about 
yeah. um, helping people understand that there is a better way to age. There, and aging is not a bad thing. It's happening to all of us. There needs to be a grace in aging. There needs to be appropriate aging. There needs to be healthy aging going on. Um, you know, there's wisdom. There's wisdom with age. Aging is not a terrible bad thing. Um, but when your body doesn't keep up and you don't function, that's when it can become either painful or just no fun anymore. Yeah, well, I can certainly make some introductions for you. That's for sure. Great, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, and 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 even on the international side of things, between here in Thailand, uh, and we've got a big footprint in the Philippines, a big growing footprint in the Philippines. Uh, there's there's opportunities, and I'm even, I've got contacts for you in Australia as well. So there's 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 definitely. I mean, my my sense of it is, and maybe it's again because of my orientation, in terms of of really being committed to that to that health and and uh, youthfulness side of things. To me, it becomes a no-brainer. You know, it, it really, it's not, it's not even a matter of discussion. So I'd, I'd be interested mm-hmm. in, in looking at, at, at the messaging to people that are having the insurance conversation because to me it's like, who cares? <laughs> you know, you know mm-hmm. you're gonna, you're gonna, what, what, is it, what is it worth for you to feel better every day uh, whether insurance covers it or not? You know, is it worth an extra, you know, 100 bucks a month, 200 bucks a month? And to me, I, I think know, it, I think it to, down to, to this to, level, right? You, you got the Starbucks phenomenon, right? And, you know, yeah. some people call it Starbucks, some people call it four bucks. For the price of a latte right. a day, you can have optimal yep. health. Yep. Wow. Exactly. exactly. It, it, yep. And you, 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 you bring it down to the ridiculous, you know, if it's, if it's that, that little an amount per, per day, is it worth it? Yeah. I mean, for those that, that spend a fortune smoking, which just kills themselves and, and makes them look older and disgusting and smell terrible. Um, you know, it, 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 to, to replace that with, well, let me ask you a question about that actually, because there's people here that I know that smoke ruthlessly and relentlessly and defiantly and stupidly. Um, would, would hormone therapy or hormone replacement be any assistance in getting people off of that madness? Get, I don't know about getting them off of it, but certainly supplementing the hormones that are being destroyed by that practice. I can tell you just from women that smoke, you see that they get those dark, uh, deep lines on their face. Um, estrogen gets consumed very quickly by smoking, uh, so you have collagen issues that happen, and you see that inappropriate aging happening at the level of the skin uh, that is tied to hormonal disruption and endocrine dysfunction. So you're not doing yourself any favors by smoking. Uh, the one thing I want to put in there, too, I mean, there's some people out there in the world that would die if they stopped smoking. So somehow their yeah. body needs it. I mean, I've seen 90-year-old guys that smoke every day, and, and they're actually pretty healthy. So I want to put also that there is a mental mind component into health, okay? It's not all external. It's not all hormones, but... Our mindset, I mean, I I believe the mind is creative. Um, Emotions play a huge part in health. I mean, we don't have time to talk about all that today, but there are many aspects to optimal health that need to be integrated into the holistic picture. Yeah, Guthrie, I want to be sure before we run out of time, you mentioned a couple of websites earlier uh, in the broadcast, but I want to make sure that people that want to get a hold of you and get, get your material uh, are able to get that. So w- do me a favor and tell me again what's the best way for people to get a hold of you and your and your amazing content. Yeah, so Vibrant Health Gurus is, um, you know, the thing that I use. You, you can subscribe to a list on that website. It's not that developed right now, but that's the best place to start. And uh, my email address, Gunther, G-U-N-T-H-E-R, at Vibrant healthgurus.com is a great way to communicate with me. And then if you want to see, you know, at the practice level what we can do for you and the different therapies that we have from hormone optimization to lymphatic therapy to erectile dysfunction therapy, we we do all kinds of things. We get amazing results. Hormonedoc.com, so hormonedoc.com is preventive medicine centers in California. And then uh, getwellscottsdale.com is uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Awesome. And Gina, do we have show notes for this that we can, that we can list those for people? 
We absolutely do. Okay, great. So let's make sure that we get those listed for everybody. Um, and where do, where do people find the show notes, Gina? Wherever they happen to be finding the show. So that might be on Blog Talk Radio, it could be on iTunes, it could be on the Leverages, wherever you're listening to the show, go look for the show notes. Awesome. That's great, because I want to make sure people actually get that. That's that's fantastic. I think, you know, with what you're what you've created, we're about out of time. I want to just thank you, Gunther, because you you can change lives and give people a better quality. And I'm looking forward to being one of those guinea pigs. So uh thanks for joining us. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, you're not going to be a guinea pig, all right? We've done this before. You're not the first one, okay? <laughs> I'm the first one for me. <laughs> all right. You're the first one. Well, thanks well thank, thank you. So much. Thank you so, so much, much for having me. I really enjoyed the time. Well, thank you. And Ken and I will be back same time, same place next week. Have a fantastic, healthy week, everybody. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters.